Hello and welcome to another message of the Latter Rain Ministries, where we are dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world. As always, we hope that our ministry is helping you get closer to the Lord by helping you understand better His ways. If you have any questions or just need some prayer, please feel free to contact us through our website at www.thelatterrain.org. We will be glad to help. We would also like to make you aware that our English audio messages are now available as podcasts through iTunes. Please look for us in the Apple iTunes Store under Podcasts as the Latter Rain Ministries to subscribe. We hope this will make it easier for you to stay tuned to our ministry. And now, as part of today's look into God's Word, we'll be going through 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 1-14. to We're going to take a small break from Proverbs this week and look at the importance of searching for the Lord's still small voice. So please join us for just a few minutes as we listen in to today's sharing of God's Word. Let's take a moment to pray together and to seek the Lord's direction and understanding in what He wants for us to learn today. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I praise You and I worship You for Your goodness and Your mercy and Your grace. Thank You for Your Son, Jesus Christ, for the hope and mercy and love that we find through Him. Heavenly Father, thank You, O Lord, for His sacrifice. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, O God, that You please forgive my sins and my wrongs. And I pray, Heavenly Father, now humbly, O Lord, that You please guide us Heavenly Father, help us, O Lord, to understand. Give us the insight that we need. Give us the wisdom and the understanding, Lord God. Heavenly Father, speak to our hearts and to our minds through your word, through your Holy Spirit. I give you thanks and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Today we'll be looking at 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 1 to 14. And this is what his word says. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. Also how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life, and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a broom tree, And he prayed that he might die, and said, It is enough. Now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Then as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him, and said to him, Arise and eat. Then he looked, and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came back the second time, and touched him, and said, Arise and eat because a journey is too great for you. So he arose and ate and drank, and he went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights, as far as Horeb, the mountain of God. And there he went into a cave and spent the night in that place. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? So he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. Then he said, Go out, and stand on the mountain before the Lord. 
And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rock in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. Today's message is quite simple, probably the simplest we have shared so far. I know there is quite a lot of commotion, a lot of noise all around us. And there are all kinds of noise, some good noise and some not-so-good noise. But nonetheless, there are so many distractions that it is hard to keep track of it all. All of our senses are being summoned and, and agitated in one way or another. Again, not all of it is bad, but sometimes we need to shut all of the noise around us and look for higher and greater things, at least for a few moments a day, for our own mental sanity, but more importantly, to build our spiritual communion with the Almighty. There are all kinds of churches, for instance, some are quiet, some are moderate, and some are just full of energy and sound and lights. It's hard to choose sometimes. It's like going to Baskin-Robbins and trying to choose from their 31 flavors of ice cream. For those of you that don't know, Baskin-Robbins is a fairly well-known ice cream company here in the United States, and I digress. And, uh, of course, there's nothing wrong with going to church, and it doesn't quite matter how they necessarily decide to do their service, although going to a Bible-based, sound doctrine church is what is most important if you're going anywhere. But even if you go to a good church, you still need to have that specific and very personal time with the Lord. I'm talking about searching for that still small voice that we just read about. In today's passage, we read that Elijah was fleeing for his life because the Hebrew queen Jezebel, a truly evil person, had sworn that she would kill him. This was certainly not one of Israel's better times, spiritually speaking. It was actually one of its worst and darkest moments in its history where they had completely gone away from the Lord and pursued all kinds of apostasy, worshipping the devil and demons, sacrificing their own newborn babies to false gods, burning them alive on altars of stone. Truly terrible things were happening here. But just in case, don't be too judgmental of Israel saying that they were horrible people. Because as a civilization, we're very close to that as well. Demons, devil, and idol worship come in all different shapes, sizes, and colors. And our societies have killed more babies than ever before in human history. And of course, the Bible says that even if we don't do it ourselves, but yet support or go along with those people that do, then guess what? You are just as guilty before the eyes of God, so be careful. But coming back to our story today, Elijah in his desperate attempt to save his life, he went into the wilderness, and in all of that he encountered the Lord God Almighty. It says that the Lord told him to go out of the cave he was in, and to stand on the mountain before him. And it says that the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains, and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. 
But after the fire, there was a still small voice like a whisper in the wind. And it says that when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And then God spoke to him. It's truly difficult to imagine all of that such show of splendor, power, force, and terrible might. But although God's presence had triggered all of those things, His true presence was not in those things. We many times look to find our answers or direction through things that seem mighty or powerful or awesome or even extravagant. But the answers cannot be found in those things. We can never find true peace in any of that. We can never find peace in the middle of noise and energy, as they say nowadays. The only time that we will ever find some measure of peace while here on earth is in the Lord's still small voice, when we are alone with Him before His presence, like the way Elijah was. So again, it's certainly not bad to go to church, especially to a good Bible-believing church. It's not bad to have family around you or do fun things. It's not bad to listen to music or, or watch movies or to have all kinds of commotion or energy all around you. But as sound advice, always try to have a few minutes with the Lord in silence every day. As you pray and read His Word, as you sit perfectly still while He tries to whisper to you in that ever so slight, still, small voice. Learn to do that and you will find your measure of peace even in your most troubling and chaotic times. The Lord can certainly give us that peace that surpasses all understanding if we look for those intimate moments with Him continually, daily if possible. Look for a spot like that somewhere, whether it's at home, in a car, in a park somewhere, going for a walk, a closet, anywhere you can enjoy some silence, away from any kind of distraction, from any kind of noise, and most importantly, let Him speak to you because He does want to speak to each one of us. But that only happens when we look for Him. If you have not yet come to know Jesus, then you cannot have that type of relationship with God, at least not yet. You need to belong to God fully and completely by repenting from all of your sins and making Jesus Christ the Lord of your life so you can, in fact, belong to the Almighty. That is the only way you can establish a real, intimate, and personal relationship with the Lord. When you do give your life over to the Lord, then, and only then, do you belong to Him. And when you belong to Him, then He will speak to you when you seek Him through His Word, through that quiet time, when it is just you and Him. If you truly want to experience the Lord in your life, I encourage you to make that decision today and then you will be able to experience God for yourself as you follow Him daily, as you search for His still, small voice. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Holy Lord, hallowed and glorified be Your name. I give You thanks, O Lord, because You look to have that personal and intimate relationship with each one of us. Thank you, O God, because you are a loving God, a kind God. Heavenly Father, thank you because you want to be our Heavenly Father, our loving Lord, our kind and gentle Savior. Heavenly Father, I pray for each person that is listening. I pray for those that have not yet come to give their lives over to you. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you help them to understand 
that you open their hearts and their minds, their understanding, so that they can know that you are the only answer. You are the only one that has peace for us in a world of turmoil and chaos and sin. You are the only one that can help us, even in our most deepest and darkest moment. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord God, that you, that you help them to understand. And I pray, Lord God, also for those of us that have already come to know you. Heavenly Father, I pray, O oh Lord, that you help us to understand that we must seek after you. That we must stay close to you, Lord God. That we must seek you daily. And that we must understand the value and the importance of having that quiet time with you. So that you can share that still small voice that we need so desperately. Thank you, O oh Lord, because you truly love us and care for each and every one of us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Please join us again next time as we continue studying God's Word. Please feel free to write to us through our website if you have any questions or just need some prayer. Our web address again is www.thelatterrain.org. The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world. The Lord is near. May God bless you.